Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, today I'm going to share for the fourth day in a row about Psalms. I'm not going to share tomorrow about Psalms. I'm going to do something else, but I, I just feel like I need to give God glory for the Psalms because, like I said, it has been, it has been a rock to me in this last month, and I'm so excited that, that God used David in this word to speak to me in my life, and I'm so happy. I hope the last few days I've been able to breathe into you some of the things from the Word of God that will help you because we all need help. We all need the power of Almighty God in our lives. We all need to rely on Him. We all need to focus on Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit and allow His Spirit to move us and to take us to new heights every single day that our relationship with God would strengthen. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you again for another day. Thank you for the glory of God that shines in our life, and may it shine uh, through us today. And Lord, may the world see all around us, that you are in us, and that we'd be a living witness for you. Lord, I love you. I love this audience. I don't know many of them, but I know some of them. I know some that tell me they listen, and I'm so thankful for them. And I know most, most of the others I don't know, but Lord, you know them. You know them. You created them. You had a plan for them. Lord, use them in their lives. Thank you again for this radio station and the opportunity they give to me. Bless them. Take care of their needs. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So this time, I've done Psalms 30, 34, and 40. Now I'm going to do the shortest of these psalms. It's Psalm 43. It's only five verses. But five verses again with a message. Five verses that again speaks to David's heart. And again speaks to who God wants us to be. So here we go. Vindicate me, my God, and plead my cause against an unfaithful nation. Rescue me from those who are deceitful and wicked. Now, I don't know about you, but folks, I have dealt with people that are deceitful and wicked. And I've dealt with people who have lied blatantly. And I bet you have dealt with people who have lied blatantly. And you know what? I just want God to touch their lives. I just want God to heal their lives, God to get them on the right track, God to make things clear to them. I certainly don't want God to punish them. I certainly don't want God to do something treacherous to them, but I want God to open their eyes. We need people to open their eyes and see his truth because he does not want an unfaithful nation. He wants a nation that is led by God, that God is the Lord. Then he says in verse 2, you are my God, you are my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Here's David. He shared his heart. He shared his struggle. He is struggling. He feels like God hasn't been there. Where are you at when time of need? You ever called on him and you just say, well, Lord, where are you? I have, folks. I have. He said, God, are you hearing me? God, are you understanding me? God, you know the depths of my need. I have done that. I have done it. I felt what David felt. But David is so straightforward with that. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go in mourning, be oppressed by the enemy? But then he comes back with this. Send me your light and your faithful care. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. David was calling on the light of God to lead him. 
even though he didn't feel it at the time, even though he felt that God had forsaken him, even though he felt like nobody was there for you. And folks, I know there's people out there listening today that you felt sometimes you are all alone and nobody's hearing you. And you, you have a hard time even talking to your spouse or to your family, maybe even to your pastor. You have a hard time sharing and you feel like nobody's hearing you. So you call upon God, but you don't hear that loud voice that comes down and says, everything's going to be all right, son. Everything's together now. You don't hear that. And you think, God, what am I doing? Am I talking to the air? Am I just talking to the air? And God, in his gentle voice, I am here. I listen. I hear you. I will respond. I will take care of you. Be patient, my son. Know that I'm with you. Know that I've always been with you. Know that I'm never going to leave you, no matter how bad or how bleak it looks. I am there. People, I am telling you, the key to your walk with God is faith. Do you believe what God says? Do you believe he will be there in times of trial? Do you believe in like in James 5, he talks about trials that strengthen your faith? Do you believe they're there for that reason? Do you believe he will see you through? I certainly hope you do because he is sending a light. He wants to bring you to the holy mountain. You know, you've heard that uh, song, another song comes to my mind. We are standing on holy ground and i know that there are angels all around folks we are standing on holy ground our god is with us there are angels all around watching over us folks we've got to have greater faith pastor tom you have to have greater faith people listening today Let's grasp a hold of the faith that God has for us. Let's be like David. Call upon him in the good. Call upon him when things aren't so good. And say, Lord, be with me. Then David says in verse 4, Then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my joy and my delight. I will praise you with the lyre, O God, O my God. He was talking about praising him with an instrument. He said, I'm going to go to the altar of God, and you are my joy and my delight. He recognized God Almighty as his joy and his delight. People, we need to have such a close walk with God. We need to commune so much with God. We need to have that time alone with God that we sense the joy and the delight that he gives. I want to grow greater each day. I, I look forward to that time alone with God. I want to look even more forward to it. I'm telling you, I, I pray with some people every Thursday morning. And these people look forward to their time with God. And it is such, I look forward every Thursday. It's been 11 or 12 years every Thursday morning. We meet together for an hour of prayer. You know, I call it the hour of power, kind of like whatever it was back in California. The show, you know, I can't even remember his name right now. He he left me. But, But anyway, the hour of power. It's the hour of power when you call upon God for an hour together with with other people that are in the same mind. It's incredible. God has worked powerfully because this little group of five and six, sometimes it's been as many as 10, but a lot of times it's just five or six of us. But we're faithful. We pray in the lobby of our church every single Thursday morning. That's just what we do. And I love it. 
because it's a joy calling upon God. It's a joy recognizing him. And then the last verse, and it's a long verse, not a real long verse, but it's a longer verse, says, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Why my soul downcast? David's asking that. Why is my soul downcast? You ever ask that question? Things are going all right in your life, and God is there, but there's just you just feel down someday. So, Lord, why is my soul so downcast? How do we get out of the downcast? How do we get out of that feeling? We say, God, deliver me. Lord, be my God. Be the God of my righteousness. You know, and we, and we pray like we did in that very first, first verse, vindicate me, my God. Take care of me. Lord, heal the struggles I'm dealing with. And Lord, the frustrations I'm dealing with. You know what? We all get frustrated. I, I certainly get frustrated. You want to see me frustrated? Just ask me to work on your car. I'll get frustrated because I'm just not a very good mechanic. Now, I know that's not good self-talk. I have a friend that always say, Tom, that's not very good self-talk. But I, the truth is, I am not a very good mechanic. Yes, I could change the oil because I did that at, for my friend John Jackson years ago when he was before he owned all these uh, all these oil companies. Yeah, he owned two gas stations, and he hired me as a young kid and treated me like gold. I'll always be very grateful for John Jackson for his faithfulness and trust in him. But he knew one thing. He told me one time. He said, Tom. You are certainly not a mechanic, and you can certainly stay away from the cars and the engines. He says, but I have you around for one reason. And he says, I, you're, you're good at customer service, you're good with the customers, and I like having you here. That made me feel good. But he was right, because I, I just, I never, one time, I'll be honest with you, I was, I was having a lube of cars, trying to do that. I, somebody showed me what to do, I, and I, they didn't show me. I mean, I didn't catch it evidently. And you know, if you're if you're out there and you're listening, some of you out there are saying you're going to have no idea what I'm talking about. But there's some of you that that know mechanics. Well, underneath your car, there's what they call zerts. And these little zerts, what you do is you take you take oil and uh, this grease, and you put this thing. It's kind of like what you fill your tire with, but you put it on that zert and you pump you pump that grease into the zert, and that grease is the the joints of your car. Well, I didn't see that. When a guy was showing me that, I thought all you did was you just wetted the end of that. I didn't know you had to put that clip on there and pump it in. So I don't know how many cars, probably a half a dozen cars that I I thought I lubed, but I didn't lube. I just I did the end. I hope they I hope they lasted. I felt guilty later. I I mean years later when I found out what I'd what I had done. I hadn't greased their car. I just I just uh, wetted the end of the zert, you know, and but I, I just there's things in life you're just not very good at, and I'm certainly not good at that. But I tell you this, I can sir trust my God and put my hope in Him and know that He will be with me and that He'll take care of me. And and you know, so don't ever get down on yourself for things you can't do, but realize what you can do, and then in Christ you can do all things. And when you walk with Him. He will give you strength to overcome. He will give you strength to handle the battle that's in front of you. Well, I've enjoyed the Psalms the last four days. I hope you have too. And I hope your day uh, is blessed. And I hope that you'll just honor him with everything you have and that you would attend a good church this Sunday. Lord bless you. Serve him. Love him. Have a great day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.